Good afternoon, Ego. Greetings to Lagos and beyond. Another beautiful Sunday afternoon. Special greetings to all our lady out there and having their harvest today. We're just going to finish the month of June. And we had dedicated all of June to men's health issues. But there's more issues that have come up and there's certain requests we must fulfill. There's been requests for another session on men's emotional wellness. We haven't yet touched on erectile, erectile dysfunction, which a lot of men are experiencing. We haven't touched on the larger picture of infertility from the man's perspective. And we are supposed to touch on today, boys to men, challenges and successes. This is Wellness Half Hour. Every Sunday, we come into your space. You allow us so graciously to share words, thoughts in the field of wellness. And what is wellness? We say wellness is a perspective. It's a perspective on health that gives reverence to the source of our being. We impart, there are five pillars to wellness. But first of all, what does that mean when we say a perspective on health that gives reverence to the source of our being. It implies that wellness has a starting point, and that point is creation. It's part of our gift from our Father in heaven. Hence, when we are unwell, we must ask ourselves, where did I abandon my gift? Where did I walk away from my gift? What am I doing that is causing a spread, a gap, a valley between me, my wellness, and myself. Hence, we impart there are five pillars to wellness. Number one is spirituality. Number two is mindset. Number three, nutrition. Number four, lifestyle. And number five, environment. And here on Wellness Hapa, we explore this from different angles, from the disease arena, from the gender arena, from the age arena, and today will be no different. So, if you're writing down what truly is the definition of wellness, health typically is talked about as the absence of disease. Well, wellness goes further. Yes, it includes absence of disease. It also includes a balance of spirit, mind, and body. And we go one step further. It's a joyfulness. It's a quest for that vitality, that, that vibrant life. What, what does that mean? It means when you awake in the morning, how do you feel? Do you feel awesome? Do you feel great? Are you just excited to see the sun rise? Are you just appreciative to see you know, your family around you? Are you thankful? Are you grateful for another day of breathing, of air? That's what it means to be joyful and be on a quest for that vitality, that vibrancy in life. Do you feel your energy level is at that state where you can get anything done? Is your mindset just full of thoughts that allow you to just thrive? That's wellness. It's his gift to us, all of his children. And if that sounds far-fetched, pause for a moment. Just think. Which earthly father, which physical earthly father wants their son or daughter to be ill? Which earth, earthly mother would desire sickness, illness for their son or daughter? Exactly. The answer is none. Then, how much more, our Father in heaven? Today, 
please let me ask your permission and, and take it eh? this month of july we shall cover some more topics focusing additionally on our men everything i've mentioned earlier we will touch on this month so let all your folks know that we're extending men's month from july from june into july today we're talking about boys to men and there's a lot to discuss on this i recall vividly in secondary school late great literature teacher mrs okabwe there's a book she had us read the autobiography of kamara laye the autobiography of kamara laye c-a-m-a-r-a last name is laye l-a-y-e and in there what caught our attention in secondary school here at st gregory's college of Valende was the talk was his journey from boyhood to manhood and what they did in that society in a part of the africa called senegambia in his ethnic group they take all the boys out of certain age group certain grade range and they take them to the woods for several weeks and there they are go they go through indoctrination as to what it is to be a man they're taught the relationship, the connection between them and their siblings, their responsibility to their mothers, to their sisters, to their fathers, and to the larger clan or community. And in that particular ethnic group, towards halfway through that whole initiation period, the men get circumcised, the boys get circumcised. By the time they come out of the woods, they are officially men, ready to become fathers, ready to take on the responsibility of the entire 360 degree brotherhood sonship fatherhood and community leader protector today do we have such going on well times have changed but haven't really changed because the same biology exists today to explore boys to men challenges and success successes someone who is not new to this station but you all have asked for him over and over Someone who I revere so much as a spiritual mentor, as a, f- I mean, a f- fatherhood mentor, Mr. Francis Palma Ikuku. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Dr. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Dr. Jewe. Good afternoon, men. Today's boys. Tomorrow's men and the men of today, the daddies of tomorrow, everybody, and uh, our sisters too, wives, brothers, daughters. Good afternoon. When we crafted this topic, and we're just making some notes, that hmm, this topic will take more than one session, no? <laughs> but at least let's get it started. Boys to men, challenges and successes. Dr. Palm, Mr. Palme Koko, Francis, we know you're a guru in this arena. You do a lot of mentoring, you do a lot of counseling. What are some of the challenges? We'll take that at first and then we'll look at the successes, boys to men. Are we doing it right? How can we do it better? Towards the end of the program, we'll open the lines for folks to ask questions. Fathers, mothers, it's open to anyone to ask questions. We're taking fatherhood, Father's Month. The month of the, the month of June, we'll talk about everything to do with the man into July, with your permission, of course. Francis, 
Thank Boys you. to men. <laughs> uh, very simple words, but uh, very deep, so deep that uh, it became a song <laughs> for a generation. And uh, we all remember that song, uh, Boys to Men. And one of the lines says, Growing up can be a pain. Yeah, growing up can be very painful. Imagine the seed breaking up from the soil. Tough. Even the chick breaking up from the shell. Tough. Growing up for men it can be a struggle. And you have what they call the, the, the man pain. <laughs> Francis. So when I hear women saying, ah, men are having life easy. <laughs> Do you know how many slaps we have to receive? <laughs> <laughs> and the kicks you get. You've left at the conks and the flogging. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you get flogged by your parents, uncles, uh, uh, seniors. Even sometimes your mates. Or even juniors will hit you and run away. One of the most treacherous things a teacher could say to us in secondary school. Yeah. After they flogged us in school. Yes. Is I will report you to your daddy. As if you've not been punished. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I went to all boys schools. I don't know what was for girls, but I knew it was for us boys. That simple sentence, mm. I will report it to your parents. We would kneel down and beg and oh, devour yes. and you, beg. You start shivering. You start sweating and shivering at the same time. Okay. You start shivering and sweating at the same time. <laughs> you are going to report it to your dad. Wow, you don't want to hear that. Maybe to your mom, you can manage. You play some politics. But with your dad, there's no dialogue. <laughs> no conversation. And it's even worse if your sister is involved. They give you double the strokes. Exactly. And they, they, they just add more petrol or kerosene to the fire. Oh, yes. You made a comment as to the pains of going through this transition. Yeah. Yesterday, I was with some patients and we watched a video called The Secrets of Water. Mm. And there was a scene where he talked about how the seed, even a seed that's under asphalt, mm. can break through asphalt. Oh, yes. The seed has a capacity to man up up to 4,000 pounds of pressure to break through asphalt and germinate. Correct. And, and every man must do that. <laughs> because there are forces there that don't want you to become a man. And these forces are the, one of the problems why some men become quiet. Because they fought too many battles. They are not ready to start fighting <laughs> wife battle. And this is an area we need to look into. Let men be able to manage this. Because as a response to the challenges of growing up. Some behavior, uh, uh, adaptive behavior affects the ladies around us, our sisters, our mothers, our wives. And they misinterpret our behaviors to mean that this guy is not happy with me. This guy is angry. Not knowing that the man is fighting some demons in him. He's, he's, uh, he's tired from the wars he had to fight becoming a man. It's so tough out there. For a man, everything about life is war. <laughs> From the playground to the boardroom, <laughs> it's war. <laughs> yeah. If I, I just, I'm like, some example just came into my mind. This happens between my wife and I. Mm -hmm. you know, she decides she wants me to do a presentation or do a brief video. And she wants me to have you to do it. No, 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 no. Oh, yes. Nah. It's not. And it just turns me off. Exactly. I am not interested in doing it. I'm doing it. No. What she wants it done now, 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 now. Mm. I tell her, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> when the spirit moves me, I'll do it. I will get it done. <laughs> and nine out of ten, mm. if she's patient and waits for the spirit to move me, yes. what I do is simply out of this world. Correct. 
you are digressing. You are making me to digress. <laughs> 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 the, the, the man is the head, spiritual head of the house. It's not the bookkeeper or the ATM and all that. Yes, if he does that, that's fine. It's for important. That is the rule. But key is the spiritual head of the house. So when God wants to pass an inspiration to the wife for her career, for her business, it comes through the husband. You don't believe the amount of um, uh, uh, inspirations that come to women through their husbands that make a difference in their work. I know somebody very... Uh, that you we both know <laughs> so the wife was having a problem with work you know managing uh, men and the man said you know what come 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 let me tell you something when you're dealing with men make sure it's written send them sms when you are talking they pay more attention to your emotions than the the message you're passing so send them sms send them sms as a reminder list every task you want them to do and you know what on that, on, that, on that session again, husband told her, you know what? Have a dashboard where you can be tracking everybody's work. That way, every day, everybody will open their dashboard controlled by you. They see their report, what they've done, what they've not done, what they need to do, you know? Like the traffic lights, you know, like that. So, he, she did that and before you knew it, there was a difference in uh, uh, managerial skills. This inspiration came. The man didn't think it. He didn't plan it. It dropped <laughs> as an inspiration. So, that can only happen, which is, what I'm saying, I, I say it's a digression because that's not a topic for today. If the wife submits to the husband and the husband loves the wife, if those things don't, those conditions are not there, those inspirations will not happen. And that's why I see a lot of people struggling in work. I, I, it hurts when I see women struggling in their profession. Women have no business struggling because they, have, they are, by nature, they are meant to manage people. Women are good. They have it in them to manage seven kids <laughs> and 30 grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many people do you have in your, in your department? <laughs> you know, but those things have to be right. So, yeah, I understand. Well, all husbands go through that. You know, you get involved in your wife's business, your wife's uh, career, trying to push and and that's one of the reasons we are saying that the family is key a woman with a, a supporting husband the sky is the limit all right that's so good. inspirations through the husband that's another topic which mm. we'll definitely <laughs> look at or blend into one of our mm. topics this month yeah. boys to men yeah challenges <laughs> you know, yes i recall the difficulty growing up at home at some point even resenting my dad yeah at some point, Normal. getting into all kinds of trouble. Mm. Either playing football till it got dark, yeah. fighting in school. Um, I never used to understand why it was a problem for them. <laughs> I'm playing football, I'm enjoying myself, I'm not tired. Why should I come home? Or I'm fighting in school, I need to defend myself. I got slapped, should I just walk away? Somebody took my Samco. <laughs> <laughs> should I just walk away? No, I need to defend myself. And my hormones are fighting. That's the key thing. My hormones are pushing. I have that aggressive. I need to sort this guy out. And the only way I can do that is to reply him, respond, you know, and that say you cannot do that. And you get beaten at home again. <laughs> no, there's a lot of confusion for, 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 for men, you know. Um, it's not, it's not clear-cut. The life of a man is not clear-cut. And it starts from, I mean, for me, it starts 
started from when I was in um, primary two, three, you know. What is going on? You know, I keep hearing you're a man. Don't cry. Be strong. You know, that's the struggle. You can't I shouldn't cry. <laughs> when I need to cry, I'm in pain. You know? So so for, for men, life has been a struggle from day one. So when today they hear uh, that um, men are not contributing, men are stubborn, men are having an easy life, you know, there's, there's a, a incongruence with our, with our emotional history. You know, we can't, it doesn't align with what we have gone through with our lives. So it becomes a problem, you know, and that can be confusion. And this confusion you see in men's faces that they hardly smile. They need to go to the club to to shut down, you know, and get excited. But unfortunately, and this is what I beg men: you need to discuss this how you feel with your with your wife. Don't bottle, don't bottle things up. We we have been trained, you know. This example you are giving about uh, that village in uh, Sen is it in Senegal? Or? Yes, um, yeah. at Senegal. Yeah, yeah. It is it, it, it cross across every part of Africa. You know the African um, uh, culture uh, has its, its, its rules. It has its um, um, system for training everybody. You know every every aspect of human development is taken care of. Let me, let me tell you something. I had an experience when I was in form three. Sorry, primary three. I went home for the end of a second semester holiday to visit my grandmom. They wanted me to have some village experience, so I went to stay. I was very upset going, okay, but after the first, second day, you know, nature is very powerful. You know, the village arrested my emotions, so to speak. And I started seeing things from a different point of view. The beauty, the birds, you know, the calmness of the uh, plant, uh, rubber plantation, you know, and all that. The fruits, uh, the natural juice, and you know, the fruits, so different from Lagos, you know. But the key thing I took, I took so many things away. One of them was that. Uh, there was a day we were going to the farm, you know, being a, a township boy, I was so excited following them to the farm. So the boy in front of me was by my, by my age, seven years, and he was carrying the machete and palm oil, you know, and was all right in front of me. The next thing, they smashed him from behind his head. And I said, ah. I was afraid. I said, look, that means I'll be the next person they are going to hit. I wanted to know what exactly has he done. And I said, so the next thing, they said, yes, he was not uh, uh, standing properly. And they turned to him, come on, stand properly. Is that how you're going to hold machete? Is that how you're going to hold things? Is that how you're going to protect your wife and children? Come on, be a man. You know, so from that age of seven, <laughs> the grooming has started to become a protector of the clan, to protect his wife and children. It's not easy for a, uh, for a, woman, for a man to beat his wife, <laughs> his apple of his eyes, his loved one. It's just, something has gone wrong. The system has gone wrong. So from that age, the village has already started grooming, putting in the brain, working the brain of that young man that someday you need to protect a woman and her four children. So before he is 16, 17, <laughs> yeah, he's ready, ready for the world. But what are the problems we're having today? Most boys don't even think of marriage or a woman and all that until two years after graduation, two years into finding a job, you know. All right. Yeah. There, there are calls coming in. Mm -hmm. We haven't really opened the lines yet, but we'll take this call. Wellness Half Hour. Okay. Wellness Half Hour. Neiman, where are you calling from? Yes, good afternoon. My name is Denua. 
Yes, you're on one last half hour. Yeah, you've called for a reason to ask a question. We're talking with Mr. Palmer. All right, please let's just hold off on the calls till about maybe five minutes before. Yeah, five minutes before the hour. Yes, sir. Sorry. Yeah. So, so from the age of seven, sometimes even earlier, they are already grooming. I mean, same for the woman too. They groom the village girls go grooming women. So before he's sixteen, and that's why I find out that uh, boys in the in the village seventeen, they are already getting married. By nineteen, they have a child, and they have a way of managing themselves. So, but for for the the modern boy, for instance, I mean, for you and I, we didn't think of marriage until <laughs> we're probably in our twenties, and for some other people, even thirty. Yeah. So, you want to knock, uh, uh, do a crash course on how to be a man in three years, something somebody has been doing for 15, you know, it can be effective. You know? So, for me, that's the crisis we're having today. There's a, a, a lot of information out there, but the time to plug into those information is short. So, now, the modern man is having another round of crisis, different from his, his, his grandparents. It's in the modern world. It's learning a lot of modern things. They want him to be modern. But the avenue to learn those, those, what to make you a man, to be a good husband, it's not out there. And the role models we have cannot be trusted. And the people who, I mean, the celebrities and people who see on TV, they cannot be trusted. So, so there's a lot of confusion for young men. And I understand how they feel. You love a girl, you want to marry this girl. And six months later, <laughs> you're not relating... Uh, in a way that will make her comfortable. And the truth of the matter is, the average man knows nothing about a woman, apart from her, uh, about what he, what, he knows, what he knows about her physically. Nothing else. Nothing about her emotions. Nothing about her, her moods. You know, nothing about her pattern of thoughts. How she wants to be spoken to and all that. How to react to her when she needs your help. You know, some women react in a way that young men will say she's nasty. <laughs> it's not nasty. <laughs> she's just crying to you that I have a problem. Please help me. <laughs> but we see, we see such young women say, ah, she's being nasty. I can't stand it. And they walk away. And the girl starts crying. <laughs> and tomorrow, you now hear things like, oh, this guy is not, you know. So, so, so men are not fully, are not fully groomed today. Not the way I hear people saying that men should be washing plates and all that. Men don't have a problem washing plates or carrying babies. I do that. I, I did also. Uh, I, yeah. I mounted all of my siblings. Exactly. My, my neighbor did it. You know, washed, washed plates and clothes and everything. And he got thrown out of his house. <laughs> he hasn't been out of his house for three years now. So that is not it. We need to do the right things. We, we need to, we need to uh, take hold of the narratives. We need to save the young man. Because the young man is in confusion because he doesn't know where to turn. And when he wants to get married, you are stuck in the house with your wife. You can't go out and say, okay, you know, this is the problem I'm having with this lady. So all we hear about men, uh, boys to men, is when they are in crisis. When something is in crisis, I see you. It's almost too late. We need to start early. We need to groom the men early. I'm not in plate washing. Anybody can wash plates. All right. Causes mm -hmm. are coming in. Mm -hmm. Let's take this one. Well, okay, you've mentioned several areas. Mm. Era, era of role, role, role models. Role Who models. The role models yeah. out there. You mentioned about interpreting the woman. Yes. With our wives or our wellness half hour. Good afternoon. Neman, who are you calling from? My name is Deborah. 
Yes, Debola. Calling from Lagos. Calling from Lagos. Go ahead with your question. Huh? I, I, do you, you want to ask a question? Do you no. No, you don't. Okay. All right. Thank you. And then you talk about men having out their channels where to, to vent, to let out. In the contemporary urban arena, what are the equivalents for maybe what happened in Senegambia, in Gambia, mm. when Kamarlaya was growing up? On our village, yeah. What would be the equivalents? Can a man go to someone to interpret women? Mm -hmm. can, can a, sorry, a boy mm. go to someone to interpret women without getting scolded or being seen as somewhat mischievous? Can a young boy start having outlets to channel his emotions? What are the outlets that I believe a young boy growing up in the city today? And then, truly, at what point does a boy realize that he has 40 role models? Role models are the movie stars, the, the basketballers, the, the, the soccer players, and the folks in Arsenal and other teams. At one point, they seem to realize that uh -uh, this is not the ideal role model. Let's, let's understand what the word role model means. I've asked about four questions. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, for me, the major one here is the fact that um, there's just lack of support for the young man. And it's not just men, even women, but we're talking about the men now. There's lack of support. Uh, support structures are not non-existent. So uh, people just get married, wake up the next morning. Marriage is not something you just walk into. I mean, for you to be a medical doctor, you know how it is. You need seven, eight, ten years. <laughs> if you want to be a pilot, the same thing. I mean, for you to even to be on this show, you need to spend at least a year or two understanding other people, learning, you know, that then just walk into marriage and think you're going to be effective. No way. <laughs> no way. You know, so, so the young man that is getting married today is what? Today is Sunday. They got married yesterday. There's no support. I can predict that the, ne the next three months, when the fury of wedding is over, you'll start struggling. You shouldn't be. You should start living a life, a happy life, because you should have been prepared for what you are going to face. They've been prepared for... I want to repeat it. Men know nothing about women. That's the problem. It hurts when you see a woman hungry for a man's love, care, and the man doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Just staring. <laughs> just, just staring. And it's not that he doesn't want to show love. He doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. And there, they say conflict. And conflict leads to arguments. And a strain. You know, so it's not that there's no love. Love is there. Love is sufficient. Love brings you together. Love builds the connection, but you have the connection. What do you do? I mean, like that song, now we have love. What are we going to do with it? <laughs> third world. Yeah, third world. <laughs> what are we going to do with it? You don't just stare at it. You don't have a nuclear uh, bomb and you stare at it. You have nuclear power. You do something. Either you bomb an enemy or you create electricity. <laughs> you don't stare. So what we're having now is that we have nuclear power. We don't know what to do with it. So it's, the thing is dealing is born, it's exploding on our hands. And in our hands, you know. So we need to have a way to let this power. Love is so powerful; mm. it overcomes anything in the world. You know, where you know the world was going to go into third uh, world war when uh, the Russians were sending missiles to Cuba. to Cuba. You remember that Cuban missile crisis? And uh, Jeff Kennedy, at the very last minute, just decided to call the Russian president, and he started laughing, and that was the end. Love conquers everything, no matter what. Even the stubborn, you know the story of the beauty and the beast. Love conquered the beast, and the beast became a handsome. 
So men, men, a lot of men are, I mean, because of their forty year bringing, can be regarded as beast. But yeah. even at that beast, love will turn that beast to a prince. Because all you need to do is just go through his life history, emotional history. Emotions have history. I keep telling people. <laughs> this is another program. Emotions <laughs> have history. Folklore mm. and reality. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so we need to do that. So, um, so back to our question, there are no, there are no structures to support uh, marriages, to support, support men on how to build their careers, how to manage their marriages, to ensure that when they are 60, they are not lonely and deserted. I know so many people who are 60 year old. No, no wife wants to see them. Children have written them off. Keep your houses, keep your cars. I'm not interested. How can you have worked all your life? And at this age, you are now lonely and abandoned. So this is a Yes, I see, I see uh, churches trying to uh, put structures in place, put some training. It's not sufficient. We need to make it a national emergency because our happiness, our future happiness is at stake. You know, if our people are not happy, you know, it's getting worse because I don't want the 16-year-old the of today when they start to start thinking of suicide because if you're not happy, you're going to think of suicide. <laughs> Do you understand that? Yeah. So we need to get that. We need to get those things in place. You can tell you, you can be happy with what you have. And see, the only way to be truly happy is when you're able to feel your potentials. If a, if a man is able to know that, okay, I'm a husband, I'm playing my role as a husband. You know, I mean, basic things like when you're broke, let your wife know you're broke. <laughs> I remember there was a time that uh, I was broke and that was very, very early part of my marriage. That was my year and some coincidence rent and school fees came together they became pali in the same month <laughs> they were attacked him i just couldn't cope with that because I, I was running temperature and my wife were, my wife panicked bought a thermometer uh, uh found out and just put it on my armpit and said ah, yeah okay there's nothing wrong with you i said what do you mean nothing wrong with me in my body <laughs> I'm running temperature. Please bring the blanket. You know. So sometime in the evening we're having a conversation and she now said, you know what? They just some they just sent called her from the office, they paid her some money. Maybe we can uh put some of it into the school fees and house rent. I said, Really? Then I was even used. I, I never understood that I could get money from my wife, that my wife is meant to contribute. I didn't know that. I didn't know she could, you know. So <laughs> a few hours later I was busy now eating pandemic. I said, Okay, I'm feeling well now. <laughs> This note. We'll continue next week. Palmaya, back up next week Sunday. He's been in town. Boys to men, challenges, success with Francis Palmay Kuku. Our time is well, very well spent. Over, Uncle thank you very much for allowing us over into your time. Stay tuned for stay with music with Sonny Hirabo. Thank you.